One, two, three, four. We have some more Night Arts winners. It's Eric Vaughn and Tony Samanji from Red Point Digital. The spoils of Akron, the Spoils of Akron podcast. <laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Spoils of Akron podcast. My name is Cody Stanley, and I'm here with my co-host, Shane Wynn. And this is a podcast all about the art, culture, and eccentric residents of the hey. Rubber City. The Rubber City, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 109. Chris Miller also in the house doing all our good, Chris cool Miller. sound stuff. Hi. I'll yell across the room. <laughs> if necessary. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, this is going to be our last episode of the year, also our last episode of our Night Arts Challenge series, uh, and it's our holiday episode we were just talking about, but um, in name only. Nothing else is going to be holiday about yeah, this, but that's okay. Yeah, we're not going to drink eggnog or, you know, we should, we're not going to We should have thought of that. we could have. So Man, that. next yeah. year. Yeah. Always next year. <laughs> just like the Browns. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, we are here with uh, Eric and Tony, uh, and they are going to talk about their Red Point Digital uh, Night Arts Challenge grant that they uh, won, right? Welcome. Welcome. Thank Thanks you guys for, for coming thank on. You. Thank you. So. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> so can you give us an idea of what your Night Arts Challenge proposal was? Sure. Well, yeah. Uh, well, I, actually, it kind of uh, was born the year before with your original, you know, sort of thing. And then we, we had we had two convergent paths, shall we say. All right. Um, I'll, I'll start with my side, then you can uh, go oh, ahead sure. and uh, throw yours in. So uh, all the way back uh, in California, where Red Point Digital, uh, you know, uh, had moved to and moved back from, um, we had started to get into uh, VR. We, we had a person on staff who was uh, like one of the pioneers in uh, 360 spherical videography and uh, VR, which is virtual reality. Virtual reality, right? <laughs> and uh, and so it became a, a huge interest for us while we were out there. Went and attended all sorts of different symposiums, and uh, you know started the you know meeting people and kind of getting in locked into the whole uh, VR. AR, you know, uh, 360 spherical video, you know, thing. They call it a million different things depending on, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so that was going to become a major thrust of what we were doing. But then uh, something kind of funny happened, and we moved to Akron, Ohio. And uh, this is like the Brady Bunch song. Like, right. There's a story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, a little bit. Okay. And then, uh, <laughs> Let's hear how it all came together. <laughs> and then uh, we had like a, a bunch of ideas. And when I say we, there was a, a gentleman that's uh, been uh, working with us um, for uh, well, working with uh, Red Point Digital for, from another project. His name is uh, Alex Tennant. You're out. I'm thinking about you, Alex. So don't. shout out, shout out, <laughs> Alex. <laughs> and uh, he kind of uh, really sort of uh, pushed things along because uh, he just decided to go out on a limb and say, "Hey, you know what? I know I'm living out in Los Angeles right now, and you're back out in Akron, but I'm just going to go ahead and uh, lift anchor and show up on your doorstep and say, okay, we're going to make this happen.'" <laughs> Bold. And so he did, and so uh, he, he showed up, and we started, uh, you know, looking into the night grants in, in particular, mm-hmm. uh, because there's a lot of different uh, ideas that we had going in that direction. But then uh, there was another person in this mosaic of, uh, of people that entered into the fray, and that was Eric Wasserman. Eric Wasserman mm-hmm. knows both myself and Alex and Tony, 
and uh, he sort of like got us together. And uh, the idea was just to like have like some minds meet and hang out and you know drink a beer or something like that. That's how all good things happen. Yep. <laughs> right. Absolutely. <laughs> Pretty sure that's how they wrote the Constitution. Anyway. Actually, you know what? When I was in Annapolis, they had this bar that was there that talked about how all the four framers of the of the Constitution so used to used to go there, and many other bars like that, pubs, taverns. Yes. And that's where they would meet and drink and come that's up with their ideas. Happens. So See? you're exactly totally right. What Evidence. <laughs> So anyway, while we were trying to figure out, uh, you know, like, because uh, we were going to enter a couple different concepts that we had, um, it just occurred to us that, oh, my gosh, there's this Tony guy, you know, that yeah, we had been met, talking. you know, recently. And, and, and we just uh, gave him a call and said, hey, can you come over and maybe we can uh, talk about doing a, uh, you know, putting in a uh, kind of a joint effort on, mm-hmm. uh, you know, on this uh, Knight Foundation thing. And he came by and he said... <laughs> I don't remember. (laughs) Um, Well, a year, he mentioned I had an idea a year before, and it was to create an animation studio in Akron because we really don't have one here. We have companies that service and do some animation, but there's not a narrative animation studio. you got to go great distances to find one. Um, Knight really liked the idea. I, I didn't have enough meat in it uh, a year ago um, and that's where when we got together and we started throwing different ideas around uh, came up with this idea that you know like what if we tried to do something impossible uh, totally impractical mm-hmm. like do stop motion in uh, 360 degree space sound like a ridiculous idea so we figured we'd give it a try yeah. <laughs> um, I don't Why know wrote the, wrote the proposal real quick yeah, um, yeah. so who through... wrote the proposal did you craft that together uh, I, I guess I, I took a first draft, <laughs> ran it by you guys. Mm-hmm. I think you guys cleaned it up. Yeah, yeah. I think I think once again, Alex kind of like mm-hmm. you know helped out with that, and then also Jess um, yeah. kind of helped out a, a bit with that. Uh, this is where you know being like guy in charge thing. I was like absentee father here. Um, you know, <laughs> Who running is this around. How did get in here? And everybody else was like doing all the work, and I was just like and you know kind of look over the documents. And, yeah, it looks about right. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Um, so can you explain to us like what the actual project is itself and like how I'm, I'm sorry I'm trying to think of the best way to phrase this the hell are um, you guys doing <laughs> yeah like can what, you please explain all those big words in the proposal and yeah the idea like what, and what does can that you just, mean like explain exactly <laughs> what it is and why is it why now like what why do you think that it's important for the city to have at this time oh okay uh, all right so from my side well, I teach at the School of Art, uh, the Myers School of Art at the University of Akron. Um, we have a, a great art program, um, cover all aspects of visual art. We don't necessarily teach animation, um, although there's a lot of faculty that touch on it in different ways, um, and I see it as a whole. So that's something that I want to do is to bring more of that into this area. I have a ton of students who want to do it. They uh, I have a student right now who just graduated. She's attending Savannah College of Art and Design for animation because she couldn't do it up here. So I wanted something in the area um, that I thought would help retain talent, um, something somewhere for them to do animation. And then, well, then for for uh, for my part, um, so we had a business interest in getting into the VR and spherical uh, video space. Um, and there's an 
decent amount of it going on in on the coast, but there isn't a whole lot of it being originated out here in the Midwest, right? And uh, so I thought that there is definitely a business case, you know, for something to be here amidst all this, you know, different, you know, there's multiple cities in the area that, that could all benefit from, you know, having from having this. It's a new Dream technology, so yeah. on and so and forth. And you have the brick and mortar, which is where a lot of proposals fall short and which mm-hmm. makes it hard to maintain and you know, have it be sustainable. So that's a really important piece. I think that that was a massive part of it. Um, You know, we, Redpoint Digital, you know, we've already been established as a, uh, as a commercial documentary, you know, production company. And, you know, we've been doing that since 2011. We have, we've had uh, national television shows that we've produced and, you know, and all sorts of different things. And so, you know, we have a, we had a great foundation to start with. And so I think that you're right, having the bricks and mortar in place and having, you know, basically uh, a business that's already here where it's like, you know, if, you know, in, in trying to like create a new industry, basically, in the area, it's good to have like all these, you know, you know, things like, you know, client bases and stuff like that to, to be mm-hmm. able to start with. Uh, but also for me, it was uh, it, it was a long term thing. It's like you know we we moved here. It's like we we bricks and mortar here. Whoops, as I spill water, <laughs> and uh, and so I too, you know, there's a funny thing about the uh, film and television industry out in California in that almost everybody seems to be from Ohio. So, oh, that is weird. Yeah, well, it's just I mean, that's huh. maybe overstating it a little bit, but you can't get in a conversation in a room without without somebody from Ohio piping in. And now, that, that might be because we have really long winters. And it's really <laughs> cold, and it's like, I think I'll edit this movie for six months. That'll be cool until the sun shines. <laughs> All right. Well, well the I don't know. I'm is, just making things up. That's probably a big part of it. I mean, I think the uh, the common line that, w- that I would always hear was that, oh, yes, Ohio, it's a great place to be from. Oh, wow. And it's like, ouch. I don't know whether I want to, I'm like proud of that statement or is that was like a jab. Yeah, you know, and I took it as a jab. Okay. You know, I mean, it's like, it's just sort of, you know, there's kind of like a self-loathing sort of thing going on there. Anyway, there's a lot of talent Mm -hmm. from the area that ends up in California. Okay. And if we could just hold on to just a smidgen of that. Right. We could do some serious damage right here. Yeah, and you can and still contact California and New York, and you can work virtually and just send your, you know, you don't actually have to be there geographically. Right. So, mm-hmm. and we have a better uh, cost of living, right? So. Oh, yes. <laughs> just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> a little yes. bit, you know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And so, uh, and so anyway, this felt like it was a very good place to put down roots and, and start a, a VR 360, you know, mm-hmm. video uh, business and then this opportunity came up and mm-hmm. uh, with this kind of long view in place where it's like we want to cultivate an industry here and so that starts with training people that starts with getting people excited about it early on and so the grant basically covers two main things one it's starting the the red point vr skunk works which is the studio right. the actual physical you know this is the thing that's making the things right we have a location but we need to build it out a little bit we need to make it specific to vr right um so there's a little portion of it that's for that right um but then the other major part of that is for the akronstein lab which is kind of our community outreach and education component where we'll be going out to area schools and uh doing uh and uh, doing presentations about you know 360 video, mm-hmm. virtual reality, stop motion animation, 
um, 2D and 3D animation, just all the different things that the Skunk Works is about. And then getting the word out that way will also be on a quarterly basis, uh, we'll be inviting, uh, I think, four students. And that was the plan, always, yeah. right? Four students each quarter to kind of get involved with what we uh, kind of call the, uh, the VR boot camp. Oh, fun. Where they'll, where we'll teach them the basics of animation, you know, on flat screen, you mm -hmm. know, type of stuff, but then eventually move to VR. And then we'll have that join up with another portion of the segment, which is uh, of, of what we're doing, which is, is <laughs> an artist in residence, an artist in residence program. Mm -hmm. And so also quarterly, we'll invite, we'll be inviting an artist in residence to come in and work on a 360 stop motion VR project. And then as they kind of get their project moving, we will slowly integrate the, uh, the kids from the team onto the production team for that project. And so they'll have like their own projects that they'll be doing throughout, but then they'll also be able to take part in this artist in residence, mm -hmm. residency program, uh, program and be able to have their name on something that's you know, real and, and hopefully, you know, we're you know, quite good, I mean, right. we, we'd imagine, so. Absolutely, yeah. I, I would think it would take a lot of patience to teach a child stop motion <laughs> animation. <laughs> Is that right? I mean, what does that process look like? Uh, kids actually enjoy it a lot and they're mm -hmm. way more sophisticated and able than um their mind's not made up they're not uh set in their ways anything like that they're willing mm -hmm. to try stuff so it's mm -hmm. it's more of a fun um experience for the the teacher the instructor than i think you would think um, right it it is definitely a lot of work mm -hmm. <laughs> but you know anything worth doing is a lot of work right, right. that's what right. we do Absolutely. in Akron. <laughs> right yeah. well that's really exciting what is this Three, tell me more about the 360 and what does that room look like that you would build to enable you to do something like that? Mm -hmm. mm. So, well, we are envisioning it in a bunch of different ways, but imagine, you know, some kind of dome, spherical shape or pyramid shape. It could have multiple sides that mm -hmm. you can rig uh, material to, uh, lights to, cameras to, uh, you know, anything that would surround uh, around your set. Uh, and the, instead of the camera being on the outside and filming in, your camera's on the inside and looking out at all this stuff. So you have to figure out where all your lights go and everything and, and orchestrate it so that it can be around the central camera. Uh, yeah, that's the real crazy part because it, in, it inverts the entire process. And, right. I mean, and, and so getting just wrapping your mind around that is, is pretty intense just from the, the get-go. I mean, kind of probably initially what it will look like is that we'll have like a stage basically that sits within the room and then basically green screen um, okay. all around and mm -hmm. then light from above and then use practical lights on the set to also mm -hmm. add additional lighting, um, that sort of thing. And then, uh, and then, you know, with these 360 cameras, there's all sorts of weird technical details that you have to, that you have to deal with, like, like, a, you know, for instance, if we're depending on how many cameras are being used. Like if you're using like one of those, uh, you know, off the shelf, you know, two camera setups where there's one, you know, wide angle lens on the front and one on the back, there's a line, basically a stitch line uh, that's created because 
you have, uh, you can see, this isn't going to work very well <laughs> on a podcast. using his hands <laughs> um, to kind of demonstrate what he's speaking of. So you can't see that, but I see it. I'm t- I totally got the whole thing. I'm going to go design this for myself. Says- so the angles, <laughs> just to say that you have to deal with, like, uh, with angles of view mm-hmm. and uh, in that you have to like find the overlap and then, then you have to make those stitch marks make sense. And, and so that becomes like a bit of an issue. And also the focal length is an issue. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, like if, a, if it's 36 inches, but you know, is, is like the distance that you have to be at in order to be in focus and then everything beyond that is in focus, then you have to like design your stage in that way. Okay. You know, for instance. So it'll be a changing so. process. It's mm-hmm. kind of a liquid room and you will set it up and then change it as, as your needs change for whatever it is you're doing. So right. I, I want to back up a little bit. And I, some of our listeners may not be as tech savvy as us in this room. So just to clarify, you're going to use the 360 camera to film, you know, an entire 360 degrees uh, area. And then they could uh, live that through a virtual reality setting where they're putting on like the glasses or whatever, then they can kind of look around and see what has been recorded. Is that, is that correct? Is that how that process works? That is correct. Okay. That is correct. And there's a couple different ways that you can, that you'd be able to view it. Uh, goggles of course would be, mm-hmm. would be the best. And then, mm-hmm. um, there's multiple different camera setups that we can use depending on what we're trying to do. Eventually what our focus is going to be is going to be 360 3d, um, stop motion, animation whoa does that mean that your goggles then (laughs) because you know when you wear the 3d glasses and one side is red and the other Mm -hmm. side is though how does that work when your goggles are 3d for virtual reality well they'll do like all the phasing within and that's kind of a slightly incorrect term um within the within the screen itself basically uh depending on the technology that you're using Mm -hmm. like a certain uh uh goggle headsets they'll have like a you know, one screen for one eye and one screen for the other at a certain, you know, resolution. And then, uh, and then uh, the mirrors that are within it and so on wow. and so forth will create the uh, 3D So in illusion. other words, we need to just put these on at some point and, be, and like experience that for ourselves. It sounds amazing. And I, I did, um, we, we visited the virtual reality place. It's in the Northside Marketplace now. Mm-hmm. So locally, you have a chance to go out and kind of check out what that is because a lot of people haven't even experienced that. So it's a good right. place to start to kind of familiarize yourself. For sure. There's a couple places opening up that are like, what do they call VR labs, VR? Uh, uh, like the so arcades? Like a, yeah, the VR arcades. It's yeah, like yeah. a pub place to view mm-hmm. VR. And, and so it's, it's not just for gaming, right? I mean, there are practical applications for this. Correct. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. I mean, uh, one of the biggest uh, reasons for being out here are the industrial applications. Mm-hmm. I mean, imagine, if you will, if you have like a new hire and you work in heavy industry, right? And you want to teach them what to do in case of an emergency. You can put them in a virtual space where they can go through all the, di- all the different things that they need to do, all the different protocols. You know, if there's like a, uh, you know, some sort of a spill or something like that, you know, going on on, the fa- on a factory floor or like a, you know, or like a, you know, smelting or something like that. Um, you can do all sorts of like training in a, in, a, in a very realistic space where things are, are exactly where they would be if you were at work and, and, and get a lot of really good training without putting a lot of lives in danger, you know, for instance, you know, that right. kind of thing. Right. And so there are all sorts of fantastic um, um, industrial applications the, and the educational applications for VR are just... That's one of the know, very first things we want to pursue is educational applications for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like what were some of the, I mean, some of the, well, such as like, uh, imagine um, having a live 
uh, tour at the uh, at the British Museum of uh, you know mm-hmm. art or something mm-hmm. like that. And uh, you know, you're, or you're you're out there, you know, by you know, seeing King Tut's whatever, and you have a live person who's actually showing your class. Your class is like wearing this, and then you can act, and then that person will actually show you. They can ask, wow. actually answer questions to you, and you would have a uh, much more visceral experience of that. And there has been a, some studies that show that uh, retention of information is far greater when it's told in a, in a immersive mm-hmm. space as opposed oh, to conventional spaces. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, there's, there's all sorts of fantastic educational um, opportunities mm-hmm. as well. Um, we do have a, a strong interest in just uh, entertainment, though, and not so much the gaming section uh, sector. Our primary interest is actually with uh, kind of what's kind of considered the holy grail of, like, uh, of uh, VR right now, and that's uh, being able to tell narratives um, in 360. Oh, that's amazing. So, mm-hmm. and, and that is, you know, really kind of interesting because, I mean, you, if anybody out there has tried, you know, making a video, I mean, the authorship of your video is based completely on your forcing your perspective on your audience, right? Correct. A director mm-hmm. makes decisions, I'm going I'm to have this angle, then this angle, we're going to edit them together, and then people are going to understand what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Well, in a 360 video, the audience has sentience. They, they're the ones who decide what they're looking at at any given moment. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of has put the entire ability to tell a story on its ear in the video world. And so it's, it's an exciting time in virtual reality in 360 in that right now the visual language at this very moment in time still hasn't been written. And so we plan on being a, a very big part of that. I mean, not just the where they look, but the editing is gone. You don't experience a VR uh, narrative in cut scenes you experience it by the space that you're in so it's not a it's not a narrative like we're familiar with with film or video or television wow I get what wow. you're saying like so for example yeah. if I show you the outside of a, of a of a palace and you can see it's flat you see what it looks like but here you can walk through it you can feel how long a particular hallway is or like your perception, your ability to see something all the way over there, like things like that, that totally influence your experience of that place. Correct. It's just a completely right. like much thicker like experience. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. And then mm-hmm. you think about it, it's like, you know, say you have a couple of actors and the actors are carrying on their conversation, they go into another room, but you're too busy looking at the butterfly over there. <laughs> right. I mean, it's like... <laughs> yeah, so your personality will experience something differently, like if you're a little like, uh, you know easily distracted and you're like squirrel and that's what you see the whole movie <laughs> you right. know someone else is like detail oriented and they're looking at a crack in the wall or something so yeah wow that's really interesting so, yeah. so solving those problems are is is a big thrust of what we're trying to do on kind of a purely you know R&D level I suppose um, wow and and also to throw on top of that to add even more complication stop motion animation yeah. <laughs> you know, as, right. as as being like the the mode you know that we're that we're trying to Which put forth like the to push for yeah that's amazing so there are four people collaborating then on this project or i mean is it really do the two of you and then just sort of a team we have a team yeah um, mm-hmm. we have a first artist in residence really um yeah. maggie uh Maggie Turner, um, who's a budding stop-motion animator. Wow, that's so exciting. Um, 
Yes, and we're trying every and we're, and we're trying to make sure she stays. Right. So <laughs> make her comfortable. Make exactly. sure you take her to Stan Hewitt and get her Swensons. Right. <laughs> Swensons are my be recommendations. Yeah. I don't know. Imagine a 360 tour of Stan Hewitt. Right. right. Yeah. Oh, exactly. You know, and you can drive up to Swensons like in a car, and someone will run up to your car and hand you a burger. Yeah. See, well, there we go. not just a tour of it, but you know, you can augment that, right? So right. you can see the space, not just like as if you're there, but it can be layered with tons of information other stuff other animations other just other input so you're seeing it you're experiencing right. it but it's augmented with all kinds of new stuff sure uh, augmented reality is also okay. another whole part of this as well i think i get i'm going to try and describe this hmm. like verbally so so i'm walking through this tour <laughs> i'm making things up tell me if i'm right and i can see what i would see if i walked through stan hewitt but say i opened a drawer and I pulled something out, and then there was like information about that artifact that I pulled out. Is it like that? Uh, yeah, something yeah. like that. So, the, so because I can't do that at Stan Hewitt, but actually, so I can have an even more like augmented or whatever detailed uh, trip, you know, by looking into things more. Experience, just think of the, the Pokemon game that was really popular. That's right. augmented mm -hmm. reality. Okay. We're actually seeing something superimposed on what you're seeing right. with your naked eye. So yeah. maybe the whole family will walk out of Stan Hewitt, right? And I can meet them <laughs> while right. I'm on my tour. Something <laughs> like that? that? Well, yeah. I mean, pro <laughs> probably cool. like the most uh, practical application mm -hmm. would be like, say, if you had your phone on you and you mm -hmm. had an app on that was... So you're yeah. just walking around. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and uh, through Stan Hewitt, you see something interesting. And so you're looking up at it and you put your phone up there, your camera's on. And when the camera recognizes what you're looking at, it'll give all the information about it. It says, oh, mm -hmm. it was uh, painted at this time by this person. It was bought by, you know, whomever and, you know, whatever kind of information, you know, you plan on that. You know, you walk around, you see this really interesting chair and same thing. You put your phone in front of it and all this information comes up from it. Ooh, I'm, I'm getting so. so many ideas as you're talking about things that I want now right. through, through That's what technology. happens. Every yeah. time we talk to, they have ideas right. of their own. Like, okay, I'll give you what, what just flashed into my head. So I'm like no eating pants. a sandwich, right? <laughs> and then it's a, it's a chicken sandwich. Where did the chicken come from? What does the place actually look like? Oh how gosh. is it manufactured? <laughs> like, how is it treated? Wow. Like, what is this an organic tomato? Like, the whole sandwich could be like unraveled. Is that right? Or am I making things is up? Is that information you want to know? Yes, I do because that's me, but you know. I would say technically possible, but practically difficult. <laughs> okay, we'll work on that okay. and we'll check back in. No, now, I, this, is, this is so much information and it's so cool and it's so interesting. Like it's all that is so new, right? Like, do you guys get that a lot where you're talking to people and it's, they're really, it's really hard to take in for them, like kind of what you're trying to do? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I think that's kind of, that's, you know, something that like, like I just did, been, they're like, no I'm shame, that's crazy. Like, uh, I guess take all of this in this whole time and all I can think of, and I don't know if this, maybe this isn't even close to what's happening, but have you seen previews for this new movie called Oasis? I have not. Oh, Ready Player One. Oh, Ready Player yeah. One. Ready yeah. Player One. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Ready okay. Player is One. That, that's kind of what, like, is that? <laughs> All I can think Ready about. Ready Player One is a tremendous novel, kind of in the cyberpunk genre, I would guess, that mm -hmm. really, really tackles a lot of issues concerning this right now. So that is actually a fantastic recommend. Okay. Because I mean, right. that's all I'm like thinking about right now is if, if that is even like a possibility of something that, you know, could happen in the future. Um, and it's so cool to see, I guess, like the VR world, can it can be almost anything you want. Like, right, is that kind of what this is heading towards at some point or could head towards? Like, uh, you, you know, can make it whatever 
you want it to be. And there's a lot of like uh, utopian and dystopian, you know, mm -hmm. uh, versions of that. Like I uh, remember the, uh, it was a spinoff from Battlestar Galactica called uh, Caprica, which actually had like a really interesting play on that. And I, I'm not sure if it's still on Netflix or not, but that's kind of a really interesting sort of, uh, you know, series. I think it only went one season that was really kind of getting into this, you know, the pitfalls and the and, and the possibilities and the mm -hmm. dangers of like, you know, being locked into a VR world and and, uh, you know, that becoming like more important to you than your real life. Right. And, you know, that sort of thing. So how is it hard to limit like? to just decide on what focus you want to take because it's overwhelming. My brain would explode. Like this, <laughs> this sounds like, you know, yeah. do you, do you, is it easy for you to agree with what, what, what direction you're going in or you're just skimming the surface or. We're, we definitely have to set priorities and, and decide like, what are we going to do now? What are we going to do first? What do we, you know, what's the most important thing we need to take care of right now? Because otherwise, yeah, the meetings just would spin out of control yeah. with too many ideas. <laughs> right. yeah. Well, I, I think it's kind of like two sets of things. Um, on one hand, like when I'm thinking about the far future, mm -hmm. it's like I want to think as big as possible. Mm -hmm. I want to go ridiculous. You know, I want to think about things that are like completely implausible and say that, you know, that that is where, what, we're, what, what we're pointed towards. You know, mm -hmm. Red Point, you know, VR Skunk Works is that's where we're, that's where we're heading, that, that wild, you know, west, you know, whatever it might be. But in order to get there, we have to take the very practical step that's right in front of us. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, let's get a couple small little, you know, uh, stop motion projects out the door. Let's, uh, let's do, you know, really simple, immersive sort of, you know, tests and techniques and stuff like that. And, and, and it kind of advanced that way. Just keep nudging it forward. Mm -hmm. You know, it's gonna be a very slow, long, painstaking process, but the whole point is to get there. And for my mind, there's no better place to get there than here. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, so, so Akron's usually like a couple years behind the curve of like the coastal cities, and not not saying that as a slide or anything. Are those in LA and uh, you know are are we're already fully immersed in this technology? Um, and your experience, because you said you you were out in LA. So, um, do you see that in some of the, some other, I guess, larger cities with with more technology focus? Are they already immersed in virtual reality, augmented reality? Um, or is it still new to even them as well? I'd say we're behind. Uh, not drastically behind, but I think there are the larger cities have more resources. They have more people. Um, I, I think it's just natural that they would uh, lead the way a little bit. But I do think that on cities our, our size, we are ahead of the curve. Uh, even cities that are a little bit bigger than ours, we're a little ahead of the curve. Um, as far as mixing stop motion with VR, we're way ahead of the curve. I don't think there's people willing to even try that necessarily. There's no, we're lunatics in that regard. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> what do you think? Well, I think that a couple of things. One, it's like technologically speaking, it's like just as far as available tech, hmm. um, you know, we, I guess it'd be accurate to say that, yeah, we're a little bit behind. But as far as like technique is concerned, this is so this is still so new and yeah. the and 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 trying to get that you know that golden snitch right of uh of uh being able to tell narratives is something that nobody's figured out there's been a lot of experimentation a lot of you know whatever and we're part of that it's like i'd say that we're already at this point you know basically mm -hmm. pretty close to being on par with anybody else on that and hopefully you know we'll 
actually innovate yeah. that. That's I a really plan, good point. That's I an plan on point. us being ahead of the game on right. that because of what we're focusing on, where we're focusing. And I honestly believe that we have a couple of ideas um, that are some ideas that are potentially the key to unlocking that puzzle. Well, I hope that happens in Akron, and I'm really excited to, to see what you do next. Um, so maybe you could tell us, too, what do you think are some, um, some challenges that you'll be facing throughout this process? Oh. <laughs> oh, Sounds boy. like no biggie. How, how long yeah. do we have? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, there's uh, challenges. I mean, there's challenges in VR. There's challenges in the animation side. There's physical challenges. There's... Uh, financial challenges <laughs> which one's the way we begin <laughs> right well i think that the whole point of the grant was that it's going to be like is that i think that they saw in us that we were actually trying to that we're, they were trying to do something different special right. you know something like that and that that this is an opportunity for us to start to address the right. millions of problems that we have and night is and great so, because they do put they do put themselves behind some experimental things you oh, know for sure and i really respect that about them so i'm i'm excited that you'll have that chance and you know with, with me um i've also received some night funding and there are just some things i would not be able to do without that without the backup you know so right. it's nice to have that ability to give it a try and why not Akron? Hashtag why not Akron, right? <laughs> right, right. No, exactly. I mean, mm -hmm. I, 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 I'm really, you know, about that. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, there's so much talent that emanates from here. Absolutely. You know, if, like I said, if we just hold on to just the tiniest percentage of that, get them excited about a new technology saying that, hey, you know what? You can go someplace else for this, but you're already at the leading edge here. So why? It really is true. I mean, I want to mm -hmm. be able to make that. I want to be able to get to. I want us to be, get to a point to where it's like we can make that proposition. Saying no, the leading edge of this is here. Why would you go anywhere else? I mean, exactly. So, uh, is there anything else you'd like to say about the project, or anything else you'd want to communicate about your process? I feel like we talked a lot about VR, but not it's not so much about uh, some of the things we have mm -hmm. cooking on the on the stop motion animation. I think we really need to hit that a little bit. We could talk about that a little bit. Yeah, um, I guess one of the reasons we focus on stop motion is it's it's much more authentic. It feels real. Um, I don't know if you guys watch stop motion at all, or if you have an appreciation for yes. it or mm -hmm. not. But um, it's a different way of working than you know other forms of animation, especially digital animation. Um, so there's a lot of just hand-built. There's a lot of care and, and attention taken to everything you do. There's a lot of like just contact hours with an artist uh, in all the models and all the pieces and parts. So all of that just translates onto camera, into film, or into video, or VR. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is, it is fascinating because as much as it has advanced, there's still, you're still creating characters and there's sculpture involved right. and there's that actual like tactile experience that goes along with it. Absolutely. So that's a nice yeah. marriage of the two things. Yeah, there's something almost primal about it. And I think that's one of the things mm -hmm. that's very attractive to me is that, you know, we're mixing, you know, like this uh, hyper new, mm -hmm. you know, medium with this very primal, you know, art form. And trying to create something very special, and there's only, as far as we know, there's the Tippett Studios is about the only other studio in the world that's like trying to like tackle this. So that is the only one we've been able to find. Right, right. Mad God, which is a beautiful piece, and people should check it out. Right. <laughs> oh, I it's not say. ours, but Mad God. But that would give you an idea as to you know what we're you know what we're trying to accomplish. So. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. Well, I can't wait to see what happens. Yeah, very cool. And are there, are there any like events or anything that you want to tell us about leading up to this, or is it just sort of a long game and you'll let us know later? <laughs> it, 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 we go ahead. Well, I was gonna say. Uh, like Jess has put stuff on social media, mm-hmm. so she even put like our first really, really first raw um, test of stop motion oh, in a neat. VR space. And where can people follow this? What's on social media? Uh, Redpoint Digital, the Facebook, our, our Facebook page is yeah. uh, basically where we're posting most of that, and then uh, I think Instagram as mm-hmm. well. Um, I think it's uh, all. Yeah, I think it's just all Redpoint Digital. Uh, so but the other thing is, is that, um, and this is something that we're, that, we're, that we're working with the nightlight, you know, within that. Hopefully, we'll be starting to do some of our uh, kind of, I, I guess we call it, I guess I kind of call it, I'm not sure if it's accurate, but flat screen, you know, animations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, we're starting to shoot some of those. And, uh, and if uh, things go well, uh, I think that we're going to start showing some of our work um, out in as uh, out in front of uh, you know some of the movies that are playing at the nightlight. So um, nice. That's a nice cool. local mm-hmm. preview. Love that. That's great. So, yeah. So um, I think uh, in the near future, you can look forward to you know seeing that if you see some crazy stop motion stuff. Um, that 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 just might be uh, skunk works. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for coming on and sharing us, uh, sharing with us your vision and your project, and we're uh, excited to see what comes of it. So thanks for coming on. Yeah, cool. Thanks uh, for thank having you. us. Yeah. Uh, we're going to share so a couple Akron events coming up, I think, since this is our last episode through January 8th, I think was the day. I can't remember. I think, I think that's right. Somewhere right around there. Um, I don't have many. I, the only two that I can think of that come to mind right now are uh, Christmas in Akron at Coach House. Uh, it runs through next weekend, and so does A Christmas Carol down at Weathervane. So uh, go support your local community theater. All right. Uh, Friday Night Mics is this coming Friday at the Aqueduct. It's an open mic series, and it's a really good chance for local musicians to get out there and flex your skills, work on your songwriting. Um, on December, uh, I think, uh, December 27th is our next installment of Full Circle Storytelling at Jilly's, which is a storytelling open mic. So you can get up on stage, tell a story, um, I don't have the the prompt queued up, but you can find that on on our Facebook page and through Wandering Aesthetics. Um, yeah, I, it's escaping right now, but you can pretty much talk about whatever you want at the event. Um, and this is a little ways down the way, but January twelfth is an event called uh, Flannel Fest, put on by Art Bomb Brigade, and it's going to be at the Rialto Theater. They're basically celebrating flannels, beards. Beer, all kinds of cool stuff. Um, in the Rubber City ukuleles is going to play at that gig as well. So we're going to play at that event. Nice. And of course, don't forget about First Night Akron. Yeah, that's a big one. So um, you can you can look at for information about First Night Akron on Facebook or um, lock3live.com or downtownakron.com. Um, I haven't heard too many of the details, but that's always a really good time. Um, and I know there's a lot of like music and fireworks and cool stuff lined up. So check that out if you want something to do New Year's Eve. Cool. Well, uh, <laughs> those are our Akron events. Thank you guys for listening to another year of the Spoils of Akron podcast. We're so excited that we're still doing this. Thanks for listening to episode 109. We are just oh so close to Chris's age um, in so podcast close. years. <laughs> and <laughs> so thank you for listening. And as always, Keep it in Akron Akron Day. Day.